ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, February 28th, the last day of February. Welcome into The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. My name is Paul Swan. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. We will take your text at 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Coming up this hour, we're going to hear from Tony Kemper, Marshall's women's basketball coach. I had a chance to catch up with him earlier in the day, so you're going to hear that. And also, we're going to hear from Autumn Owen. She was named Sunbelt Softball Player of the Week. So she's going to be on the program with us here about 5.30. Coach Kemper will come up in about the next 15 minutes or so, but that leaves plenty of time for you to talk to me at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's our text line. You can always get through to the program. You can also find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Great way to catch up with me after hours. And, of course, especially if you listen to us on our podcast, which is available on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Well, just wherever you get your podcast, where you're going to find the show, and then you can listen to it whenever you can find time. If you can't listen live, then you can reach out to me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. So looking forward to hearing from you. But we got a lot to get into today before we even talk to Coach Kemper and, of course, talk to Autumn one of the things that came up today I was really interested in, the NCAA Football Rules Committee is meeting. That's happening in Indianapolis this week. And, of course, when they make recommendations and they forward those, and if they're approved, it's going to take effect next season. So we could see some changes here. What they're trying to do here is they're trying to speed the game up. Steve Shaw, who's the NCAA Secretary, Rules Editor, and Officials Coordinator, He said that the average number of plays per game in the bowl subdivision has hovered around 180 the past three seasons. Now, NFL games average 154. And I'm not going to lie to you. And this is Marshall aside. Just put Marshall aside for a moment. I don't factor that into this statement. Because we all agree. We're all big fans of Marshall. But. I definitely love the NFL more than college football. I put Marshall aside. Marshall is not in that statement. Because, of course, you know, Marshall's our team. Marshall's my team. I'm always going to watch a Marshall game. Even when I no longer do this, I'm going to be watching a Marshall game. I'll be rooting for the herd, right? So I just like the flow of the NFL game better. I like the pace of the NFL game better. You, of course, you might like the college game. And I know already that baseball is sort of you're scratching your head like what are they doing to the game there what they want to do is they want to reduce the number of plays they want to try to reduce the players potential injury exposure some teams are going to be playing more games as the college football playoff expands that's what's motivating the rules changes happening so there's a proposal to let the game clock continue running when a team makes a first down, except in the last two minutes of a half. And there's a lot of support for this right now. The rule is if that the clock stops on the first down until the referee gives the ready-for-play signal. Rules Committee study last season found about eight plays per game would be cut if the clock kept moving. Imagine you could have... 
shorter games. You could have faster pace. That might speed up the game flow a little bit. I'm interested to see how this happens. I'm open to it. My mind is right now thinking, man, I know college and and pro are different, but if college has had a, a different pace to it, maybe it would flow better. I don't know. I don't want to turn college into pro. But at the same time, I would like to see the pace pick up a little bit. Now, I don't know how you feel about it because college is different. It's special, right? I mean, pro's pro. Well, we all love pro. Pro's pro. But college, yeah, that's something different here. You know, tradition, the pageantry. And we don't want to go changing the rules too much here. I don't know if we want to make the college experience the same as the NFL, but if we could pick the pace up a little bit here, and I'm not talking about doing things like having a pitch count or have a clock. I don't know if we're going to have a pitch clock, anything like that. But what if we sped the game up a little bit? I'm interested. I'm not saying that it needs to happen, but I'm definitely interested, and I want to see more on this. But I'm open to it. I'm open to seeing maybe a faster-paced game. I know there's strategy involved here. And if you get the first down, then you have you have time to get back to the line before the clock starts again. So that's something that you keep in mind because some coaching strategies would have to change and maybe the pace of play would have to I mean if you got a if you got a first down you're going to have to hurry back to the line here. You're going to have to pick it up. And so what's that going to do for coaching? What's that going to do for strategy? And if you if you're high tempo offense, you know, maybe that's not going to impact you as much if you're a slow paced offense. Maybe that changes what you do a little bit or maybe that plays into your favor. I would love to hear some more feedback, but it seems like that's picking up a lot of steam and I'm interested to see where that goes. I like what's happening with the women's game as far as, you know, you've got the quarters. I don't know if that's going to translate into the pro game, you know, as much. Yeah, you're not trying to make the women's college game look like the pro game, but you've got the quarters. Will the college game pick that up on the men's side? Will we go to quarters? Is that something we need to see? Should it mirror the pro game a little bit more? Because, again, college basketball, it's it's different for many reasons. Tradition, the pageantry, your school affiliation, there are so many reasons why the college game is different, and a lot of people celebrate that. Hey, look, I love the college game because it's not the pros. Well, I don't think this is going to turn college football into the NFL or NFL light, but I really like where they might be going with this. Let's turn our attention to Marshall women's basketball. We've got Tony Kemper. had a chance to catch up with him, so we'll do that. When we come back, we'll hear from Coach Kemper, and then later on we're going to talk Marshall softball. we got Autumn Owen joining us, and she was named Softball Player of the Week in the Sun Belt. So we'll talk to her and we'll hear from Coach Kemper when we continue. That's coming up next on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Tuesday, February 28th edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're taking your text always during the show at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Coming up tomorrow, the Marshall Women are in action. The Sunbelt Tournament, Pensacola. Marshall will face off against Coastal Carolina. We've got that game for you, and it's coming up at 1230. Now, we go on the air at 1215. Steve Cotton, your voice of the herd, is going to call the action. He's down in Pensacola this week for basketball, so he's going to bring us all the action. And that, again, begins 1215 is going to be our airtime tomorrow right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. And joining me now, getting set for tournament action tomorrow in Pensacola, Florida, is Marshall women's basketball coach Tony Kemper. And it's tournament time, Coach, so the good news is, doesn't matter all the good things you've done. Doesn't matter all the bad things that have happened. You get to restart the season. You're O and O right now, and you just want to keep winning and winning. How refreshing is that, knowing that you end the regular season on a high note and you can take that into the tournament? Yeah, I mean, we played well, obviously, over in uh, at JMU, at JMU the other day, and so I think we do go into. Uh, you know, a new tournament environment for us down in Pensacola, which is a great place for a tournament. Um, the weather's great. Um, you can tell that they really do a good job down here of welcoming the Sun Belt. And so we get a chance with a little bit of momentum to come down here and, and try to build some um, in Pensacola at the Sun Belt Tournament. So when you get to tournament time, how much is it more about you rather than your opponent since you have the opportunity to see multiple opponents over multiple days. So how much do you put into the opponent and the game plan and how much do you put into doing what you do well? Well, it's, I mean, for us and the way we're organized, it's both, um, you know, we, we don't deviate too much from what, what we do. I mean, I think if you looked at our synergy numbers, we've played like 12 possessions of zone all year, you know, so we are who we are. We're going to play man defense. Uh, we got to do it well to be good down here. Um, you know, offensively, I think when you look at what we do, uh, we try to try to get the ball in playmakers' hands. We've got shooters out there that we've got to figure out ways to face the floor and make it difficult for Coastal Carolina to guard us. Um, and, you know, if you're lucky enough to, to get through the Coastal Carolina game, then there's slight changes on the next one. Uh, but for the most part, uh, what you're good at needs to remain uh, throughout a tournament as you get, a, get to uh, progress, I guess. Tony Kemper is with me, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, getting set to take on Coastal Carolina. It's going to be a 12:30 tip tomorrow, and I want to remind everyone that we're going to have that game. The voice of the herd, Steve Cotton, will provide all the play-by-play action. That begins at 12:15 tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9:30. So the Thundering Herd getting set for tournament play. This is your first time, the Pensacola. You've got a, a great feel for the hospitality so far, but yeah, is it a little scary going into a new situation? I, mean, I think you finally had the star down. You had Frisco down, and now you got to move to Pensacola. Um, any adjustment on your part, or you know, is it, is it all smooth sailing so far? Uh, it's been great so far. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's a... 
think it's a new, fresh start and a chance for our our program and hopefully Marshall basketball together to to kind of take take for it or take uh, Pensacola. You know, let's let's be the team that comes down here and plays well. Um, you know, I'm I'm for us and Coach D'Antoni's group for coming down here and having having a good week. So I'm I'm just super excited about the opportunity and uh, I do think that it doesn't take long for you to be down here and you know I understand well kind of the connection from Marshall to Florida um, you know we like to be down here as a, as a group and so I think probably this year and then over time I think we're really going to be able to build a, a fan base down here in Pensacola for this tournament I, I think it's a great venue it's a great place to have it and so we're excited to get this year um, kicked off and hopefully play well. We got some good news yesterday. I haven't had a chance to catch up with you until today about it, but Rochella Scott named to the All Sun Belt Conference second team, and, and it's always an honor to be named to first team, second team, or any of the postseason accolades. And for her making the uh, second team, uh, that's pretty good for her. That's a, that's a nice honor. Yeah, I mean, she's had a really good year. She she can really score the ball, and anybody that's been in the Henderson Center or caught us on ESPN Plus can, you know, knows that about her game. She can score in bunches. She can score at all levels. Uh, she's got a good mid range game. Um, she's got she can really score it at the rim, and um, you know, I mean, she also can hit some threes. So um, we are uh, we're happy for her. Definitely earned and deserved, and so good to have uh, somebody like Roe this year and then you know you also look down the road and we've got her back next year so it's good to have that kind of talent um, in the pipeline for for right now and then also the future Tony Kemper with me head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team conference play begins tomorrow in Pensacola 12 30 tip here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 so the opponent itself Coastal you've you've got familiarity with them yeah, I know you gotta, you know, you gotta have a game plan for everybody. But you know, what do you think has got to happen for your team to be successful tomorrow? Yeah, well, you know, the the two coastal matchups were really good games for us. Um, they're they're a really good basketball team. Um, I think that you know we beat James Madison, which is the league leader going into this tournament. They beat Old Dominion, which was in the top three um, until you know, until Coastal beat them leading into this tournament. So I think it's two teams that are playing very well, two teams that were evenly matched in the regular season. So um, we understand the challenge before us, and I'm sure they're kind of thinking the same way. Uh, they've got a, they've got a first-team all-conference post player in Asia Blunt um, that we've, we've got to do a good job inside. It starts there. And then they've got multiple guards that can shoot, um, not, not unlike us, where, um, you know, you've got to be out there. You've got to kind of figure out whose night it is. And you got to try to be able to, you know, nullify that once you figure out who's making shots. So they're a, they're a good team. They don't make a lot of mistakes, and and uh, they certainly are tough and play physical and things like that. So we'll have to be uh, we'll have to be good in those areas. Um, and we've we've been pretty good in those areas here the last couple of games. Do you feel that now we're in the situation where it's you, you lose, you're done. That urgency kicks in. Your team is very famous 
or infamous, depending on how you want to put it, for those late rallies coming back. And I'm sure you would love to be able just to put a team away early and not have to worry about that. But you think the added urgency of the importance of, okay, you know, if we lose, we're done, we're out of the tournament. You know, does that give you maybe a little extra push when it comes to um, your, your squad maybe coming out with a ball of fire, maybe just coming out and, and starting fast and getting that early lead? I'm going to call us famous. You know, I, I think that over time, I really appreciate this team's resiliency. I mean, they, they, you want to coach fighters, they're fighters. And they, there has not been a game where it doesn't matter if they play well earlier or not. They find a way to make it um, to give themselves a chance. So I think, uh, I think it's a really good trait um, that they're resilient like that. Um, but you would like to get off to a fast start. I think uh, we're going to go over to the venue today. We haven't been in there yet. We won't get to practice before tomorrow. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, I think that uh, I think that that will help, you know, hopefully get off to a good start. But I also think Coastal Carolina is going to be ready to play too. So I think it'll be two groups that are excited to play and excited to compete uh, for, like you said, the, this is the reason why we all play college basketball is, you know, starts tomorrow at 1130 down here for us, 1230 at, at your place. And so this will be a group that uh, we practice well today, and I think they'll be excited to tip it up. Tony Kemper is with me, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. The squad's getting set for tournament play. It begins tomorrow, Pensacola. You're on Central Time. We're here in Eastern Time, and that means 1230 tip. We've got the game here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So uh, I'm going to have fun uh, sitting back listening to uh, the voice of the herd, Steve Cotton, call this one tomorrow. And uh, I'll watch it. But, of course, you you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to listen to Steve all the way. Hopefully a lot of people will join us tomorrow for some afternoon basketball. And let's keep this up. We can take you all the way to Monday and then the NCAA tournament. That's the hope. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. We're ready. Tony Kemper, my guest, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. Don't forget, 12.30 tip tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. Good luck tomorrow, Coach, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. That was Tony Kemper, interview I had earlier today. Looking forward to many more of those. It's Thundering Hurt opening up tournament play. And again, one more time, just a reminder, the game tomorrow, 12.15 the airtime, 12.30 is going to be the tip. And we've got it for you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. When we continue, we're going to be speaking with the Sunbelt Softball Player of the Week, Autumn Owen. She was named Player of the Week after going 9 for 11. That was pretty good. Six home runs, by the way. That's a new program record for home runs in a single weekend. And Marshall went 4 and 1 at the Liberty University Classic. So, you get Player of the Week awards. You also get to come on the program. That in itself is an, is an award, right? That in itself is an award. I, I wish we had the budget. We would actually give plaques for these kind of things. But she's coming up next. We'll talk to her. Congratulations. Uh, looking forward to talking to her about this honor. When we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And we want to welcome to the program now. Let me, let me just preface this by saying... 
I don't know how many people can go 643 in a, in a weekend. I don't know how many people can do that or go 9 for 14 or hit six home runs in a single weekend. I don't know too many people that can do that, but I do know someone who did. And it's Autumn Owen. She joins us now on the program. She was named Sunbelt Softball Player of the Week. And Autumn, thanks for coming on. And congratulations. You had an amazing weekend, didn't you? Yeah, I guess you would say so. Was that the best that you've uh, you kind of weekend? Have you had a better performance, or was that your best to date? Well, actually, I mean, for the weekend, I think that was probably my best. Um, I know that, like, going into the weekend, like, when I, I think it was Friday when I had three home runs, um, everybody was like, hey, like I, bet, like, I bet you've never done this. And I was like, well, actually, like, I have. I did it my freshman year against App State in a doubleheader in a midweek. And so, but, like, that in a, you know, in that short of, like, not that many at-bats, you know, that was pretty good, but. Like a weekend like that, I mean, I've had good weekends, but I don't think I've I've never had that many home runs in a weekend, and I've never really I don't think I've drove in that many runs in a weekend. <laughs> so you drove in fourteen runs, five games, fourteen runs, five games. So that's got to be um, that's got to be a high bar for you now that you're going to have to try to keep that up every week. And now everyone's going to look at you expecting that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, I mean, I'm, you know, that's kind of hard sometimes for athletes to, like, think about, like, expectations that they set for themselves. But honestly, I mean, like, going out there and, like, every day this weekend, like, I had to, you know, realize it's a new day. And, like, it's the same mindset, but it's just a new day. And, like, anything can happen today. So, like, you still have to come with that same mindset regardless of what you did the day before. As you were going through the weekend and – as you were starting to have more success, you got walked three times. Were pitchers looking at you like, okay, we, we gotta gotta approach this a little differently? Did you notice how they were treating you as you progressed and started to have that success? They were maybe a little bit more tentative or maybe trying to walk you more? Um, I mean, I don't really I mean, besides the one liberty situation like when they did walk me, other than that, like, the other walks, they weren't really, like, they were trying to, I don't think they were really trying to throw around me. I think they were just trying to, you know, pitchers were just trying to pick a good spot. Like, they were kind of working to hit their spots more so than worry about me too much. Like, I don't think, I mean, I just kind of worked counts at that point, and I was trying to get my good pitch versus, you know, letting them dictate my at-bat. The Sunbelt Softball Player of the Week now joins us, uh, Autumn Owen, and she hit – 643, and again, 9 for 14 from the plate, 6 home runs, which which is a new program record for uh, home runs in a single weekend. And you go 4-1 at the Liberty University Classic. Uh, That's an amazing amazing stretch of games. And then, yeah, on top of that, you become softball player of the week. Um, Who's the first person you told when you found out? Well, I mean – the first people to re- reach out to me were my teammates, my coaches. Um, of course, I was in class all morning, so you know they knew the news before I did. But um, yeah, I mean, it was really my teammates and stuff. And then my parents, you know, once I got out of class, I was reaching out to them. Let me get this straight: you were in class, and your teammates <laughs> knew it. Were they tweeting you? Were they uh, on social? Yeah. Were they texting you? You know, you were in class yeah. trying to trying to get your studies done, and and by the way, your phone's blowing up, 
and they knew before you did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were I, – I really – I looked at my phone because my Apple Watch was kind of going off, and I was like, oh, like, you know, oh, my gosh, like, it happened. Like, and I was like – I, like, couldn't even reply yet because we were still in class, but I was like, well, dang, like, so, I mean, and it was towards the end of a class, so I was like, uh, like, you know, once I get out of class, and so I started looking at it as I was walking back to my car to like, go to – like, we were going to weights, and I was like, dang, like, you know, I love my team, like, because, I mean, they were they were on it. <laughs> What class were you in? Um, I was in one of my, like, basically my seminar class for my sport administration program. Um, it's in the master's program. Were you tempted just to stop and say, hey, um, I'm, I'm softball player of the week, by the way? Did you did you have that feeling, <laughs> that temptation to do that? Not really. I mean, like, I just, I mean, we were just kind of focused on what we were doing. I mean, and our professors, like, at Marshall, they're, like, adamant about making sure, like, the athletes like you know they they support their athletes and they make sure that they obviously when we miss time like they're good about hey like just make sure you communicate with me and like you know they're good about all that stuff and they actually come to games too like it doesn't matter what sport you play like they'll be there and they'll support you but um my I did tell my professor because she's a big softball fan and I told her and she was like that's awesome and I was like well thanks (laughs) but yeah so, did your parents find out before you? I'm, that's the one thing I'm curious about. Were, are they on social enough to where they could have maybe found out before you? No, not really. I mean, and then both of my parents, too, like, mid part of the day, like, they're heavily in, like, you know, their jobs and stuff. So, I mean, it's it was kind of like they, they obviously knew, um, but they kind of had to wait a little longer to know, I guess, until I told them. But other than that, like – They'll see all the other social media stuff like later, like today and tonight, this evening. Okay, so at least you got the the privilege of saying, "Hey, look, look what I did." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Autumn Owen joins us. She is the Sunbelt Softball Player of the Week. So now that you've got this, and your your teammates are blowing up your phone, and your professors are coming to your that by the way, that's a recruiting pitch if I've never heard one that the professors yeah. will come to your games. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they bring their kids. Um, well, I mean, we have a lot of, like, especially our softball program, we have a lot of things that, like, connect our alumni. We connect our um, – we call it our little sis program, and we connect the young, uh, like, girls and, you know, in our, pro- like, areas, and we want them to come out and, like, you know, have that, like, softball to look up to and then have that player to look up to. So we have, like – that little sis program to, you know, be able to kind of build softball in general and then also, like, build them, like, the love for the game and the love for martial softball. So, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty great to have that at a school. Um, at my old school, I didn't, I didn't have that, so I, I love that. And I think that it makes, like, the community that more, like, that much more involved in our program. Can you compare and contrast a little bit more as far as, you know, what's better for you now uh, with Marshall? Because it, it, it sounds like Marshall seems to be the exception sometimes in the rule as far as uh, how, how things are, are going for athletes. Yeah, I mean, like, Marshall to me, I mean, it's it's a special place. I mean, it's one of those places that not many people may know about, um, like, especially like softball world, unless you've – like if and I'm coming from North Carolina, so like I didn't know much about Marshall because it was in West Virginia, and but once I reached out and I had the, the coaches contacted me and stuff, like you know I got to know more about it. Well then, like the last two years that I've been here, I've absolutely loved Marshall, 
And I mean, I love the school. I love my team. I love, I love the program in general. I love my coaches. Like, it's the fact that it's like, you know, we say that we're one big family and we really are like one big family. Like, we follow that up. It's not just a, a saying that everybody says because that's a, like a slogan for the year. Like, it's, it's a true thing. Like, you know, anything happens with our team, like, you know, we take it, we take it personal because it's, it's our family. Um, it's not just, hey, you're my teammate. No, you're like, you're my sister. Like that's that's the kind of thing that we do in our program. My guest is Autumn Owen. She is the Sun Belt Softball Player of the Week. And uh, did you know? I'm not that familiar with this website, but did you know you are the extra inning softball.com Player of the Week as well? Did you know that? I happened to actually see that like after practice today. Okay, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Re- I just saw it. I haven't read anything about any of those uh, that article or anything. I saw that, you know, and I was going to ask you about that as well. You know, you know, it, that's a pretty big deal. So you're getting a lot of attention, not just softball player of the week, but you're also getting, you know, a lot of attention from publications that cover softball nationally. And mm-hmm. the team is cooking right now, eleven and three, and you've got the home opener. How special is that going to be finally to have the home opener and play in front of the home fans, including your professors and everyone else? I can't express to you how excited we are to be back at our home field, the dot. I mean, we love our fans, and they love us. And so, I mean, it's it's nice to be able to be at home. You know, we, we had a fun time traveling the last three weeks, and, we you know, we played some good teams, especially like Liberty and stuff, and played good games. I mean, we're, we're doing really good right now, and I like, I like where we're at. And, you know, we're, we're learning a lot of stuff with, um, like, the couple losses that we've had, but, like, with the wins, too, like, you know, we're taking good things out of those, and we're building on it. And so, I mean, we're we're really excited to have uh, Moorhead and Pitt and Kent State at our place this weekend, and we're just ready to get after it. I don't think we mentioned as well, not only did you have such a tremendous weekend at the plate, you caught all five games, and uh, you finished with 41 putouts, and you had also three assists. So, you know, you weren't just doing it over the plate. You were doing it uh, on defense as well, and uh, – all five games, so there was uh, really no off time for you. Yeah, I mean, it's I love catching, and I, I mean, I love playing wherever they they're gonna put me. I mean, I'm gonna do whatever it takes for my team, and you know, my team. I like I said, we're a family, and we always have each other's backs. So I mean, and our team, the awesome thing is, like, you know, when your name's called, like, whoever it's called, like, you're ready. Like that's our that's our thing. Like, and so I mean, whatever you're called to do, like a pinch hit or you know, just get a job done in any situation. Like, you know, we take pride in that. Like we, we, you know, we're not, <laughs> we're going to have each other's back regardless of what happens, the result. But I mean, we play fearless with that. My guess, so kinda, go ahead, go ahead. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's just kind of nice to have a team that's so like eager to get out there and like do whatever it takes. And we do actually have a thing that we do. And we did it today in practice. It's um, it's a drill. It's like do whatever it takes, and we work on that stuff. And I mean, just we get our and our coaches are really good about putting us in tough situations in practice and making us compete. And so I mean, then when you get in the game, it's kind of simple. All you gotta do is just do it. <laughs> Otto Mullen joins me. She's named Sun Belt Softball Player of the Week. The Thundering Herd will open up. It's gonna be a double header on Thursday at noon at the Dot. You know, that's a big one. That's Moorhead State. Uh, you know, I don't know. Um, you know, a lot of people like 
like to get after Moorhead State since they're so close. I don't know how much, you know, how much that means for you, but I'm sure someone has told you, hey, we got to get Moorhead State, right? Is that has that message yeah. been passed along? Well, I mean, our our goal with any game is to get after it. I mean, we don't really – I mean, we're not really sitting there thinking, oh, like, the name, like, oh, this is so-and-so. I mean, we just think about, you know, we're going to bring our best game. And so we more so worry about ourselves. And we go over our opponent's stuff, but, like, we make sure that we're locked in and we're doing what we're supposed to do. And if we play our game, then everything's, everything's good. Like, we're on the right page. Okay. Just, just remember, we we want we want to win them all, but it's Morehead State. That's that's we got yeah. just yeah. It, it's Morehead State. I mean, and throw in Kent State as well. That's important. That that's very important. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, you, that's an old Mac foe. But mm-hmm. just um, just win them all. I think yeah. I think we know by now. Herd fans have rivalries with everyone, so just win them all, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Autumn, congratulations! Thanks for doing this. Um, it's uh, it's been fun talking to you, and uh, I'm excited for the season opener. And I hope that uh, we get you back soon. So if you can go win some more awards, uh, we'll have you back more often. All right, that sounds good. Well, thank you for having me, and everybody, come out to the dot. Let's All right, play. dot on Thursday right. at noon. That is Autumn Owen. Fun talking to her again. Uh, how many of you have hit six home runs in a weekend? Eh, I don't think many of us have done that. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.